Draw me unto your life 
until the very air I breathe is your resurrection life. Draw me deeper and deeper into your word of truth. Draw me deeper and deeper into my love for you. Draw me deeper and deeper to the place where you are. Draw me deeper and deeper. Please draw me deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper. You want to go deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper. Deeper and deeper that I may know your heart. Tonight, to the book of Genesis, I began to preach a little, I, I testified about this at a fellowship meeting. And I said, Tan, I've never preached, never preached it in our church in Garden City or anywhere. I don't think. Amen. I like to have some of them tried, tested, and sure sermons. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. But uh, I've even found out pastoring and preaching, you can preach one sermon somewhere and you think, boy, that was good. You go home and it doesn't do as well at home. Amen. There are specific messages for, for particular times. Amen. And uh, if you're being called into the ministry, sooner or later you're going to find that out. Amen. Hallelujah. What makes them juke and jive in Hutchinson, amen, may make them look like hoot owls where you go and preach it. Amen. Elsewhere. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know if, uh, just take that for what it's worth. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. But I don't care where I go and preach Acts 2.38. It still works. Amen. Hallelujah. It still works. Amen. I was so glad when he just got, amen. He didn't, Brother Elder didn't come with no great new revelation. Amen. And fall into a trance and, and anything else. When he, he just opened up that book and said, stand. Amen. Hear the word of God. Amen. Just flat water and spirit. Amen. And at the end of that, a woman that came down to the altar and got the Holy Ghost and her husband got the Holy Ghost, she said, boy, I need to get baptized. Amen. That's the kind of results I like. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Chapter 22 of Genesis. Praise God. I cannot say enough. Amen. About how much I appreciate Brother Elder. Amen. I'm not... Trying to flatter. You all know how good he is. Amen. He loves you. Amen. I've watched him. He loves you. Amen. Chapter 22 and verse number 1. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham. And said unto him, Abraham, and his soul said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee unto the land of Moriah. And offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him. And Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes, and saw the place afar off. Amen. That will preach. Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he sought and was glad. Abraham said unto his young man, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. 
And they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abram stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his thorn, by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. Amen. I want to preach out of the... You can, I could just take a text almost out of anywhere here. Amen. But I want to preach out of the question that Isaac asks in verse number 7. He said, My father, where is the lamb? Where is the lamb? And I want to preach tonight for just the next few minutes. Amen. On that question. Where is the lamb? Where is the lamb? I'll ask your pastor to pray tonight. And everybody said amen, and I thank you for standing, and you may be seated. Praise God. All throughout the Bible, when you begin to start looking into the Scriptures, there is a central theme that you will find after you start searching, and you don't have to get very far. It seems like from Genesis to Revelation, amen, that there is... A central character that has preeminence in the scripture. Amen. Amen. And that is the subject of the Lamb. Many times we do not always see uh, in a superficial or a uh, surface tense of what God wants us to receive out of scripture. Amen. Amen. But I believe that God wants us to know and God wants us to understand who He really is. Amen. With all of my heart, amen, I believe, amen, that God is wanting a church that realizes their power. We heard some testimonies tonight of people that are finally finding their place in life. They're finally coming to themselves and realizing, amen, that they are somebody. Amen. Jesus Christ does not want one soul, amen, that receives the baptism of the Holy Ghost and baptized in the precious name of the Lord to have an identity crisis. He wants you to know, amen, that He has purchased you with His own blood and given you the power of the Holy Ghost to live a triumphant life to bring glory to his name amen and to give the strength that you need in the time so that you can call him God amen we begin to start looking at the nation of Israel and the tribe of Israel and the family of Israel and I begin to start seeing that in each and every era of the God's dealing with his people Amen. The Lamb was the central theme of it. Amen. Beginning in Genesis chapter number 12 and verse number 1, we read where God said unto Abraham, He said, Take thy son, thine only son Isaac, amen, and offer him up as a sacrifice unto me. 
This story is so rich in the typology of Jesus Christ being that son Isaac. Amen. The only son. How he carried his own wood. Amen. How Abraham, amen, took that son and bound him. And I believe that Jesus Christ gave his life willingly for each and every one of us. Amen. Isaac willingly laid down his life. And Jesus said, no man takes my life from me. Amen. I lay it down and I'll pick it up again. Amen. People should have caught on. Amen. To Jesus Christ. Amen. And what he was doing. Amen. In his mission upon this earth. Amen. He was the resurrection and he was the life. I want you to know that God is all power. Amen. And I don't care what you've went through or what you're going to go through. If you'll lean on the Lamb. If you'll lean. Amen. On the one that chose you and walked with you. Amen. He will show you his salvation. Amen. Amen. I believe that God is salvation. Amen. And when people begin to start looking elsewhere for salvation, amen, they start uh, uh, robbing themselves of the blessing that God wants them to have. Amen. I want you to know that God is going to provide himself a lamb. Amen. God is going to provide himself a sacrifice. Amen. Can I preach to you at this church before I get into my message? Amen. Amen. I begin to come down here Christmas Eve, and I hope this is all right with the pastor. Amen. But I began to start walking up and down. Amen. This aisle praying on Christmas Eve. And there was many people gathered in here. Amen. And I looked at this uh, attendance here. And I looked at the offering. Amen. And I shook my head. And I said, my God, this church, if it wants to grow the way that it wants to grow, is going to have to sacrifice. Amen. I have a church. Amen. That has five or six families in it. Amen. That has beat that offering over and over again. Amen. I challenge the people of God to sacrifice because hear the word of the Lord. He said if you will sacrifice. Amen. In those areas you will see the growth that you're looking for. Amen. God is wanting a church that will make a covenant unto him by sacrifice. Amen. How many believe that? If you'll start digging in, amen, you want to know a revival church is a giving church. Amen. The more that you give, the more that you will give in other areas of your life. I didn't in my notes, but it got quickened to me while I was walking around here again. Some of you want a big church. You want to take Hutchinson. Learn to sacrifice. Learn to get up early in the morning and settle, amen, your little cult, amen, and go to Mount Moriah, hallelujah, and present your body a living sacrifice upon this altar, amen, and you'll go into the world with a zeal for souls, amen. You'll go into the world and your job with a purpose besides just nine to five. Amen. I'm not rebuking anybody. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you in the Holy Ghost. Amen. To get yourself. Amen. Up early in the morning. Test. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm still wondering. Some people wonder why things happen to them throughout the day. Amen. And when God asks them of things, why they don't have the power. Amen. I heard an old time preacher. Amen. Say one time, little prayer is little power. Amen. And a lot of prayer is a lot of power. Amen. I want you to know in this end time, amen, we can't learn how to sing. We can't learn how to have church. We can't learn, amen, how to preach. We have got to have a move of the Holy Ghost. We've got to have a genuine move and a sweep like we have felt here tonight. Amen. 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 Isaac was sitting there. 
he had the wood and he had the fire amen wood is speak of as materialism fire is emotion amen I want you to know we've got a church building here tonight amen we've got some people that are excited about God amen but let me tell you what there's a lot of people sitting in churches all over this world amen that have the most beautiful cathedrals they have the most beautiful places to worship God and I want you to know whether we believe it or not whether we think we've got the corner on it or not amen they're in our churches by the way if you can't tell amen but let me tell you something they have the materialism they've got the wood they've got the desire but they're looking around saying where is the lamb where is the lamb where's the holy ghost where is that missing part amen of a complete sacrifice amen a lot of times I've been in church services. Amen. Amen. And I have been preaching. Hallelujah. And let me tell you what. We can never learn to do this by ourselves. When man tires of his own abilities, then he starts looking. Amen. For the sacrifice. He starts saying, where is the lamb? Amen. Where is the lamb? I want you to know that God is going. Amen. To find himself. People. That not only have, amen, the fire, but they've got the baptism of the fire and the Holy Ghost. There are hungry people out there. I, I never come to preach on this. Amen. But I feel like Hutchinson is ripe for revival. I believe that Hutchinson is ripe for revival. If you're weary, amen, after all of your labors, amen, I want you to know, amen, and don't wait on God. You won't see what you're looking for. I've seen people give up right before the biggest breakthrough in their life that they've ever had. I've seen people that went out and they witnessed strong for so long, amen, and then they quit and laid it down right before, amen, God was going to use them and develop them. this all right pastor amen he said where is the lamb where is the lamb I better not get too far from my notes hallelujah praise God the scripture says he that spared not his own son how shall he not freely with him give us all things amen I want you to know that Jesus looked at the people one day, and he said, if you were of the, your father Abraham, you would do the works of Abraham. Well, you say, brother, I pay tithes. Well, Abraham paid tithes of Melchizedek. That's right. Amen. But I want you to know that Abraham did not stagger at the promises of God. He did not stagger at the promise of God. When God told him to take his only son, a promise that he had been waiting for until he was an old man, stricken with age, and God told him, amen, to take him up to Mount Moriah and slay him. I want you to know, amen, the scripture says in Hebrews chapter number 11 that Isaac was as good as dead. Read it for yourself. By faith, Abraham, when he offered up Isaac, amen, read it for yourself. Amen. He was as good as dead. When God asks for something out of your life that you hold so very dear unto yourself, if you're really a child of Abraham, I want you to know God is going to test you. He is going to prove you to see what you want to hang on to. He looked at those two young men that went up to Mount Moriah with him. And he said, you guys, stay right here. Let me tell you what, you're going to have to leave some things behind to go worship. You're going to have to leave behind some of your dope-smoking buddies to go worship. 
You're going to have to leave behind your old girlfriend and boyfriends to go worship. I feel the Holy Ghost. You're going to have to leave some things behind to go worship. Amen. But he looked at them and he had the faith that God wanted to have. He looked and he said, hey, you stay here. Amen. And me and the lad are going to go worship and go to come back again. He had enough faith that if God did happen, amen, to kill his son, he was going to come back. Amen. A resurrected son. I believe that is a type of the Holy Ghost. Mm. Why? Why? Because Jesus is the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. All the way through it, you see it. The lamb's book of life. Amen. That was in the family of Israel. That was a key part of it. Amen. You go to the next stage of Israel's development. And you see that Israel had now rose from Isaac and Jacob, amen, to about 70 people in the tribe, amen. And they, of course, uh, they went down to Egypt, uh, amen, and they were under the taskmasters of the Egyptians. And many of us know the story, amen. But it, when it come time for the children to be delivered, there was about 2 million that had grown under that name, Israel. You know what? The more the church grows here in Hutchinson, the more it makes Pharaoh nervous. And the more he says, uh, you're going to go out there on your jobs and we ain't going to give you straw no more. You're going to go out there and get it for yourself. We're going to give you the worst jobs we're going to give you the dirtiest jobs until the people start crying out for deliverance. And it wasn't the blood, the water turning to blood that made the Egyptians despise Israel. It wasn't the lice, amen, that they had crawling all over them that made them despise Israel. It wasn't the darkness that could be felt. It wasn't the moraine on their cattle. Amen. But what separated the children of Egypt, amen, from the children of Israel, amen, was the blood of the Lamb. The charismatics, they've got miracles. They've got all kind of signs and wonders. Amen. But the Lord said in verse 11, I believe it's in chapter number 8, that you're going to know how that the Lord doth put a difference between the Israelites and the Egyptians. Amen. When? When that Passover lamb is killed. Amen. When that Passover lamb is slain, then you are going to know. As a matter of fact, he said, they are going to thrust you out. How many of y'all following me? Amen. They've got a lot of miracles going on. I believe they're valid. You bet. Amen. I believe they are. But the difference is the blood. The firstborn had to die. That'll preach. You've got to be born again. How Egypt looks at this church, amen, is... Many times they look at it with a desire that if they can use the people of God, they are satisfied to keep them around. But when an old prayer warrior starts getting up early in the morning, amen, and starts praying the power of the Holy Ghost, amen, and they come in there with their lunch bucket, amen, on that job, and they can feel Holy Ghost, amen, all over them. Let me tell you what, they start saying, hey, we're going to make it harder on them, amen, we're going to make it so that we have to thrust them out. I ain't telling you something I got out of a book, I've lived this. 
Jesus said, marvel not that the world hates you. Say, that's not positive preaching, brother. Well, get with Jesus. He said, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. But you're not of the world. Amen. I want you to know that living for God is going to cost you some things. And you might as well hear it from the front. Amen. It's going to cost you some things to get into the kingdom of heaven. But let me tell you, not, it's not worth anything. Amen. Compared to the glory that God will reveal to you. Amen. When God begins to bring His people into the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, when He begins to start showing them His purpose since the beginning of time, how that He would come Himself, amen, clothe Himself in flesh, amen, live, bleed, and die for a church that He wanted to call by His name. Amen. Amen. All of the way through, Amen. The scriptures, that is one of the most important themes of the Bible. Amen. It's the Lamb. Amen. It's the Lamb. Everybody said praise the Lord. Amen. When God called them to have that Passover feast, amen. Amen. He said, I want you to have a Lamb that is without blemish. I want you to have a Lamb that you catch that little thing's blood in a basin. I want you to strike the lintels of the doorpost. Amen. And the sides, the thresholds. Amen. And I want you to take some unleavened bread. And I want you to eat of it. Amen. Because this is going to be the beginning of months for you. I believe that the first day of the year is a good day to have a communion service. And I begin to wonder, boy, all these churches are, have, they have communion every service. But where's the lamb? And I begin to start thinking, well, we only have it once a year. Israel had a Passover once a year. I mean, all have ever read Christ, our Passover is crucified for us. Amen. I want you to know, I believe that Jesus Christ wanted his church to realize that he was going to give his people a deliverance. Amen. And that all of Egypt was going to know that God was with them. Amen. I want you to know that this service, when you partake, amen, of the body, amen, of eating the unleavened bread, I still believe in our pulpits. We need the unleavened bread of the word of God. Amen. Paul said, preach the word. Amen. Preach the word. Don't preach fables. Don't preach fairy tales. Preach salvation. I could preach 365 days a year and not tell you to repent or be baptized and you can have the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you what, you're in the right church. Amen. You're in the right church. Hallelujah. The blood is what's going to separate you. Amen. The Holy Ghost is what's going to separate you. Amen. 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 I believe we've got the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Amen. I believe, amen, that a lot of people's lights are burning. Amen. Their shoes are girded. Amen. They're ready to go. Amen. But there's some people in here yet that haven't got their lives right with God. Amen. There are some people in here, amen, that might come up and take that unleavened bread and take that communion cup, amen, but where is the lamb? Amen. Can I preach? I begin to start reading. Any man that was uncircumcised was not to take the communion cup. 
Amen. What is circumcision? It's baptism in Jesus' name. This is good preaching. Amen. I can make us jump and shout. Amen. But let me tell you something. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, amen, and filled with the Holy Ghost, amen, I'm telling you something. You can have it tonight. You can have it tonight, and you can go into this world, amen, with a newfound power that you never before realized, amen, to transform a life. Amen. I'm not speaking these things, amen, that one person would not partake of it. But I want to see somebody, amen, receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen, that have had enough, amen, of all of the superficial things of church and is saying, where's the Lamb? Where's my blessing? Amen. God said, none of them shall stand before me empty. They had to be full of the Lamb. They had to be full of the Lamb. If you want to go out with the people of God, you've got to be full of the Holy Ghost. I said tongue, talking full of the Holy Ghost. He said, none shall stand before me empty. Well, this might be the last time, so I might as well hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do I preach like this at home? Hallelujah. We need to realize, amen, that without the Lamb, we can't have church. Without the Lamb, we wouldn't be here right now. Without the Lamb, amen, we would not enjoy the things that we have enjoyed. We would never have felt, amen, the comforter of the Holy Ghost. Amen, reach over and dry away one tear. We would never have felt uh, the power of the Holy Ghost to help us overcome temptation one time. Amen. Amen. People are looking for the missing element in life. Uh, amen. It's the Lamb. It's the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's the Holy Ghost. Uh, I think we need to get back to the basics. Amen. Uh, amen. Of uh, the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, day by day. Day by day. Uh, amen. When we fall into God, we're sensitive as Abraham was uh, to know the voice of God and to hearken and to obey Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm going to go on. How many of y'all still love me? Amen. Amen. After I've heard him preach, I'm just... I've been here. How many of y'all know I've been here? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel like I'm teaching tonight. Isaiah saw more about Jesus Christ than any one individual before he stepped, amen, into this world in the fleshly incarnation of Christ. If you want to get a revelation of who Jesus Christ really is and what he expects his people to understand about him, read the prophet Isaiah. Amen. Amen. Israel, at the time that Isaiah came, he said that uh, the whole crown of their head, amen, down to the sole of the foot, amen, was full of sores. It was bruised, amen. It had all kinds, there was no soundness in it, amen. It portrayed Israel as being something, amen, that was in a bad way, needing help, amen. But Isaiah looked a little bit farther, if you'll read in the 18th verse of that first chapter, amen, where he said, amen, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Amen. I want you to know he saw the Lamb. Amen. He saw the Lamb. Though it was afar off, he saw one that was going to cleanse the deepest stain. He saw one, amen, that was going to mend together the most broken heart. Amen. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. In Isaiah 53, he said, Who hath believed our report? 
Amen. To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Amen. He went on to say that he was bruised for our transgressions. He was, he was wounded for our iniquities. The very chastisement of our peace was upon him. Amen. He was looking for the Lamb. Amen. He was seeing the Lamb afar off. Hallelujah. Amen. And then one day, John the Baptist, on that old bank, amen, he was out there preaching away. Amen. And he saw a man start coming back behind the crowd and making his way up to John. He knew that that man was not an ordinary man. Amen. As he saw the Spirit of God, amen, hovering above him. Amen. And he started preaching. And he looked at that man, and I believe he pointed at him. And he said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. They were going up to John the Baptist and they were saying, where is this man? Are you the Christ? Amen. But on that day, he said, there's the Lamb. There's the Lamb. I want you to know, amen, on that very day, amen, this world received something that they could never, ever comprehend without the revelation of what he wanted to do in their life. How do I understand what God wants in my life? Through the filling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We try to teach people, amen, some things, uh, and I'm talking to the church, uh, amen, where they can't even understand it. Uh, without being born again, they can't even see the kingdom of God. Amen. A lot of people are out there witnessing about some things. All we need to do is show them the Lamb. Show them the love of God. Show them the power of God. Amen. Tell them I'll pray for you. You come out to my church, you're going to fill a church. Amen. That has got power. I don't know if y'all believe that or not, but this church got power. Amen. Amen. I could preach all night. Uh, 20 minutes. Feels good. Holy Ghost sweats good. Amen. Amen. So, the lamb, amen, was slain upon the tree. Many didn't even realize what was going on. Amen. Many did not even realize the purpose that he had come to this world. Many did not even realize that here he was, uh, amen, hanging upon the tree. And the only one that recognized what was going on, amen, was the thief on the cross. He looked at a bunch of huddled sheep that were afraid to get too close, amen, for fear of, I'm connected with this man. One of the most... Heartbreaking scriptures I ever read was found in Gethsemane where they all forsook him and fled. To know what he must have felt. Amen. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. I'm preaching to some people here tonight. If you're going to know him, you're going to go through some things. I said if you really come to know him, you're going to go through some things. Amen. I don't know why I'm preaching like this. But before God can mold you and make you into what he wants you to be, amen, you're going to be crushed. Some of you are smiling at me. Don't know what I'm going on. You hang on. You'll find out. Amen. Jesus Christ came into this world. I'm going to get on some things here in a minute. Y'all just stay with me. Amen. I'm ministering some things right here. Amen. Jesus Christ is going to go through everything with his people. Amen. I want you to know when he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, he meant it. When he said, I will go with you always, even unto the end of the world, when he said it, it's as good as gold. When he said, I'll walk with you, amen, and talk with you, I'll be your God, and you'll be my people. I want you to know, you can bank on it. 
Amen. I want you to know that God is concerned for His people. But He's also concerned with a lost and a dying world. And the only way that we can really get, not just the Holy Ghost, but the Spirit of Christ, is to go through the things that the Lamb went through. And not complain about it, but as a lamb, dumb before his shears, so opened he not his mouth. Some people complain about the things that they go through. Amen. They're afraid, amen, of the things that they go through. But let me tell you, that is what is making you more like Christ. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ died, sent and sent back the Holy Ghost. Amen. Came upon a man named Philip one day. And Philip, he was a man that just loved to do things for God. He was a man that he just, he just wanted to get involved with. He didn't need a big crowd. Amen. He'd go out there where nobody else would go and, and do a work for God. He'd go out there alone. Hey, let me tell you something. When you really get full of the Holy Ghost, amen, God can send you into the pack of hell's angels. Amen. And you can have enough Holy Ghost power that you don't need nobody else. I've been... What can they do? Amen. Let me tell you what. Philip had something. Philip knew his God. Amen. He came upon a man, a eunuch, that was sitting there in his 19, or I guess it was a 35 A.D. chariot. 34. Okay. And he had that old scroll stretched out there, that old parchment. Amen. The old Spirit of God came upon old Philip. Amen. And he said, run thither to that chariot. Amen. So he got on his Reeboks, friend, and I mean, he was cooking in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we're going to trust in our Reeboks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. My mom just got me a pair of Reeboks. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, it's great. Hallelujah. Bound from glory to glory. Hallelujah. I mean, I believe you can have fun. How's it going? He ran over to that old chariot and he heard him read the prophet Isaiah. And he looked at him and he said, Understandest thou what thou readest? Understandest thou what thou readest? Amen. And notice the spirit of this man. How can I? except some man should guide me. Notice the spirit of that man. I want you to know the people that will come to Christ and come to know Him will have that self-same spirit. How can I except some man, your pastor, should guide you? How are you going to come to know Christ except some man should guide you? Amen. Amen. Many people don't even understand what they're reading when they're reading about the Bible. They don't know about the Holy Ghost. They don't know anything about the purpose in life. They wonder why they're here. That's why so many people are blowing their brains out. There's no purpose in life. There's no reason to live. But I thank God for the Lamb. I thank God for the Lamb. Hallelujah. That gave me a purpose in life. And he told him, he said, step up here in my Cadillac. And he stepped up there in that Cadillac. Amen. And it said the place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb dumb before his shear, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch looked at him 
and he had the question. He said, of whom speaketh the prophet this? Of himself or of some other man? What was he doing? He was saying, where is the lamb? Where is the lamb? And he said he opened up his mouth at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. He preached unto him Jesus. Amen. And I want you to know you can't preach about Jesus very long before you tell about the saving, cleansing blood of Calvary. Amen. And you get the response of that soul that says, What doth hinder me to be baptized? Amen. And he said, If you'll believe it with all of your heart, you can. Let me tell you what. There's a lot of people that are believing this with all of their heart. And they're believing it. And God is showing, amen, the power of His Spirit to those that believe. These signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. Amen. I'm going to close here in a moment. There's only one way I found out that you can really lead people. That's to learn how to follow. Before you teach everybody and show people things, you've got to lead them by example. That's true. Say that's deep. No, it's not. That's just true. Amen. I want you to know this gospel has the power to save. Amen. But Jesus Christ, amen, he came in this body, amen, and though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered. He had to be led by the Spirit. As a matter of fact, in one place he was driven by the Spirit, amen. That flesh had to go through some things, amen. But I want you to know that not only was he the lamb, but he was the shepherd and bishop of our souls. You know why Jesus Christ can lead his church so beautifully? Because he's been there. Some people think that they go through things that nobody's ever went through. The Lord was there. Tempted in all points, like as we are, yet without sin. Yet without sin. That's what separated him. Amen. From us. Think of that. But while we were yet sinners, he quickened us to the Lamb. That's what it says. Amen. There was a story, and I'm going to close with this. There was a story of a man, actually happened, about an older man who had a flock of sheep, and it was out on the hillside, out in an area of close to Geneva, Switzerland, where many of the people out there, there's not a whole lot of commerce or industry. So they spend their times with their flocks. And this older man, he had really one little pride and joy in life. Amen. It was a blonde-haired little girl about yay big. And she'd go out there with that old shepherd man. Amen. And she just loved it. She loved being out there with her daddy. Amen. As he'd go out there, and I don't know what a shepherd call sounds like, but he'd cup his hands to his mouth. Amen. And he'd call the sheep, and the sheep would come in to him. Amen. She'd love to see her daddy do that. Amen. She'd love to be with him. She loved the fellowship of her father. Amen. But in the process of time, the little girl, she grew up into a young lady. And the city in which they were living didn't, didn't really offer him a whole lot. And so she went into a adjoining city that was nearby, but she wrote her daddy a letter day after day after day. And he used to love going out there to the mailbox and opening up that mailbox and reaching in there and reading about his little blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl that used to stand out there with the sheep, amen, with him, amen. But after a process of time, amen, the letters got fewer and farther between Amen. Until they stopped coming at all. And uh, there started to be a vicious rumor around that little hamlet and village uh, that this girl had thrown herself upon the altars of lust. Uh, amen. And it was more than the shepherd could take. 
It was more than he could handle within his heart. And so he took an old shepherd's staff and he went into that city. Amen. He went in there and he didn't know the first place to look. He was just an old country boy and didn't know where to look to find that one lost sheep of his. Amen. And he began to walk through the city. Amen. And he didn't know anybody or, or the first clue where to find her. So he stopped on the corner and he cupped his hand to his mouth and he gave forth that shepherd's call. And just about a half a block from where he began to make that shepherd's call, amen, there was his little daughter that recognized the voice of her father. She pushed herself away, amen, from her companion, and she went running down the street, amen, and embraced her father, amen. And I want you to know that that's the way it is, amen, when we come to know Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. I want you to know that He is the Good Shepherd. Amen. And He looks after His sheep. Insomuch that He gave His very own life for the sheep. Amen. And I feel tonight, amen, that the Lord, amen, is once again cupping His hands to His mouth and giving a shepherd's call. Amen. To a lost sheep in this house tonight. Amen. If you'll hear it, I said if you'll hear it and hearken into it. I want you to know that God, amen, can minister to you tonight. Amen. He can touch your life. Amen. And restore and make you what you've always wanted to be. Let's stand here tonight. Let's stand here tonight. Amen. I feel that the Lord amen is in this house. Amen. I feel that the Lord is in this house tonight. Amen. I believe that right now would be a good time, amen, to come down Amen to this altar. Hallelujah. Before we take communion, before we partake of the Lamb, hallelujah, that none of us would stand before Him empty. Amen. If you'll hear the shepherd's call tonight, I want you to know, amen, that He's reaching forth His arm to you right now. I feel, amen, the power of His presence reaching for somebody here. Amen. If they'll have that spirit, amen, that the eunuch had, amen, how can I except some man should guide me? Who's going to lead me to Christ? If you've got somebody sitting next to you, amen, that doesn't have the Holy Ghost, you can lead them to the Lord right now. Amen. I want you to know that God is wanting to do something in some people's lives. Amen. I believe that the Lord has already done a work on so many people's hearts in this place, in this service. Amen. As we've entered into the spirit of worship and praise. Amen. But I want you to know that there's a spirit in here. Amen. That's calling. Amen. Woe sinner, come home. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If I have ever felt the Holy Ghost, I know that He's talking. Amen. To some people in this place tonight. Amen. If you'll humble yourself. Hallelujah. I wouldn't care what anybody thought about me. Amen. I'd get full of the Lamb. I'd get full of the Lamb. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus is calling. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. He knows where we're at tonight. Amen. He loves us. He loved us so much that He purchased us with His own blood. Amen. He purchased this church with His own blood. Amen. How much more love, how much more proof do we need, amen, to know, amen, that He loved us. How shall He not with Him freely give us all things, Amen. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come down here tonight with purpose. Come down here tonight and let God touch you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let's touch him tonight. Let's touch him tonight. Hallelujah. 
Search me, O Lord. Hallelujah. Are you that one lost sheep? Are you that one that's lacking direction? I want you to know that he's here right now to fulfill your life. Amen.